What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the John Sanchez Show podcast. The following program is sponsored by Sanchez Wealth Management. Material on this program is intended for general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. None of the information contained in this broadcast is intended to be a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Further information is available by contacting John at SanchezWealthManagement.com or by calling 800-1801. John Sanchez is a registered representative offering securities and advisory services through Independent Financial Group, LLC, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Securities only offered in states John Sanchez is registered in. Now, the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Good Tuesday evening to you. Welcome to the John Sanchez Show on Newstock 780 KOH. Pleasure to be with you this Tuesday evening and a great pleasure and honor to always be with my co-host on the aforementioned Tuesday and Thursday. And that is, of course, Corey Edge of Edge Realty. How you doing, Big C? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Very well. Very, very well. You still reeling from the uh, playoff games of the weekend? You know, I don't know that they, I mean, obviously the second one was a little bit more, yeah. you know, creative at the end, but uh, I, don't, I wasn't super enthused. I was and, and definitely not as good. You know? I was going to say, definitely not as good as our college games that you and I love watching. <laughs> exactly. I guess when you start paying guys a hundred million dollars to play, they don't really care. Yeah. You, you know, I've got to. I've got I've, I've got to throw this out there uh, real quickly. If you guys, and, and I'll say this to all of you in the audience, if you're looking for a great show to watch or great series, I don't know if you have, you guys have seen this, um, but it's called All All or Nothing. It's on Amazon Prime. And there's numerous uh, uh, teams that they have featured, but they'll spend an entire season with a with an NFL team. And I watched the series on the uh, uh, on the Cardinals, you know, when they moved to Arizona, and then one on the Rams. And now I'm watching one on uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Phenomenal show, talking about as you said, you know, the high salaries and you know what really goes on with these guys, and you know, behind the scenes and in everything. And uh, fabulous, fabulous series. It's, there's like you know eight episodes in a season or something, but. Uh, yeah, all or all or nothing on Amazon Prime. Great, great show to watch. Dwight Millard, right. hometown lenders. How the heck are you doing tonight? I'm cold, John. I'm cold. <laughs> you me both. You and me both, man. <laughs> can't figure this God. out. I go outside. I can't get warm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a sign we're getting old or something. We can't handle this cold anymore. But I, yeah. You know, when I was doing the stock updates yesterday morning, I looked at the temp and it was, you know, negative one degree. I think it was like five thirty or six o'clock somewhere around there. And I'm like, this this is not right. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. All righty, boys. Well, we got a lot to talk about. We're running a little behind schedule. Let's uh, let's bring it up to data. What's uh, we're going to be doing? We're going to be talking about. Of course, the uh, little mini rally that we enjoyed in the market to wrap up the month. Uh, NASDAQ having its best performance in nearly two a year, or excuse me, 22 years on a, on a monthly basis. Uh, so we'll talk about what happened today, why it happened. Uh, we'll talk about the Fed interest rate decision tomorrow. And uh, uh, then we're going to move into our real estate side of things. And it's going to be really tied to the Fed decision. So what I've asked the guys to, to kind of bring us up to date on is their opinion on this Fed 
potential move tomorrow. Uh, once again, the expectation is still a quarter percent tomorrow, uh, another quarter percent in the next meeting in March. But again, it's going to be the <laughs> the ever so important press conference by Jerome Powell afterwards, after the interest rate decision at 11 a.m. and what his tone is. And, and again, what, what are we going to be hearing from the, the Fed chairman as far as future interest rate increases? Is he going to be in one of his sour moves as we experienced a few times last year? Or is he going to be a little bit more calm and a little bit more, you know, where the street can take the interpretation away of saying, hey, look at, um, you know, these guys are just about done or they're going to pause for a while. And, and guys, I'm sure you've seen the same things that I have. A lot of the market strategists right now are saying we've got the two quarter percent rate increases and then and then a pause is coming. So. You know, if he doesn't uh, give any inclination that that's what's going to happen, I think we could, you know, have a tough day tomorrow. If there's any hint whatsoever that that is going to happen, then I think we could, con- you know, continue to see this market rally. Because, like I've said over and over, folks, this is the only thing the market cares about is trying to interpret what the Fed's next move is. So, what the guys are going to be talking about tonight is what should you be doing if you're looking to refinance uh, or, you know, obviously make a purchase in the world of real estate. In this environment that we find ourselves in, trying to you know second guess what the Fed is doing, and you know last night if you missed our show, please go to your favorite podcasting site and, and listen to it because we went through different areas of your life that are impacted by the Fed interest rate decision. We talked about credit cards and autos, and briefly touched on the the mortgage side, Dwight, and you know so on and so forth. So there's a lot of areas of your life that that can be impacted financially based upon what the Fed does. But guys, I'm I'm really excited to hear you know your interpretation of what you think the Fed's going to do and. And again, what we most importantly, what we need to be doing on the uh, on the real estate side of things at this point. But before we get to the stock market side of things, I, I want to take this moment. I was just teasing with Dan Mason. I said, hey, you know what? You just did a phenomenal job wrapping up your final show. As you all know, as Dan was on the show last night, uh, Dan is retiring. Today was his last show. And we've been blessed to have him uh, behind the, the board uh, producing the John Sanchez show for quite some time this year and last year. And uh, Dan, I, I, I want wanted to take this opportunity because, again, I feel blessed because you're on our show for the final time that the audience gets to hear your voice. For a while. <laughs> but 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 I wanted to, I wanted to take a moment, guys, and let's take a moment, you know, each and, and go around the horn and talk about what Dan Mason means to you, because you guys have been with me, you know, since 2008. You have got to know Dan extremely well over the years. Uh, all three of you carried the the torch for me last year uh, when I was out with, with my cancer situation. Uh, so, Corey, let me start with you. What, what is this man that's retiring today? What, what does he mean to you? What does he you know mean, you know, as far as this station is concerned and, and so on and so forth? You know, I got to tell you, I was kind of in shock when you sent me that text right before the show that it was Dan's last day. Because I, I, as long as I've been with you, and which obviously means we've been with Dan, and we used to all be in the studio together on Saturdays yep. and kind of see how yeah. it works. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The first thing that come comes to my mind, and I know it's a bigger company than what I see, but I thought to myself, how in the world is that thing going to run without Dan? Because every <laughs> yep. time I've been there, or call like. He's there at 3 a.m. He's there right now. Like I thought he left there. It's like it's like John Sanchez retiring from the John Sanchez show. It's basically <laughs> over at that point. So I keep telling you know, him. I'm sure I don't see the whole picture, Dan. But uh, I mean, I know that God, I'll be sorely, sorely missed. And uh, I wish you, I wish you all the best in retirement. I mean, stay busy, go fishing, do something fun because uh, you know you deserve it. You've put in a lot of work. That's the plan. 
Have fun. I, I, I like I, I like the way you wrapped up your show, Dan, uh, about you know warning your wife what it's going to be like <laughs> to have you around. I, she, Linda's the one I feel sorry for because you know that beautiful woman. You know she's she's not used to you being around. To Corey's point, because you work so much and you've dedicated your life to this station and to to us and to the audience and everything else. That's 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 why you're one in a million because you know you can't find people like you anymore. You you know you cannot be no. replaced. Um, but but you know your poor wife. I, I've gone through this, you know, with our focus on retirement, Dan, let me tell you, this is one of the biggest challenges us men face is oh. all of a sudden we're, we're home with our wives all the time. And you're like, um, can you go away and go, you know, <laughs> go, go take your car to the car wash or something, honey, because you're screwing up my, my daily plans, right? <laughs> I'm going to find out. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Dwight, what, what, what has Dan Mason meant oh, to you over man. the years? Well, I, the first thing I would say is I, I want what he has. You know, I want to get into retirement, but what I would say is, when he gets a little lost, just tune into the John Sanchez show. Or, you know, and and by now you would hope he knows of a good lender, realtor, you know, and financial advisor after all these years. But yeah, no, it, it, in all seriousness, there is no way, no way, without his help and his guidance, I could have done what I did. Yep. You know, to to fill in for your big shoes, John. I mean, Dan was just there. He's smooth. He's yep. calm. He's quite, when I'm freaking out and. Anxious. Yep. <laughs> I mean, he just kept me, kept me calm. And, you know, I am so happy for you, Dan. Uh, okay. You know, you are so well deserved of this. And yeah. yeah, just keep us in your mind every now and then tune in, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. I, I, I'll give John a call a few weeks, you know, a couple of years down the road. John, I'm broke. Help me out. Man. <laughs> I'll hire you back for 35,000 Dan right, right now. <laughs> you got an open job at 35,000 a year with me, Dan. How about that? <laughs> Look out. Well, I'm always hey, looking for hey, loan officer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, see, you, you have no problem finding a job. Uh, I know we're running late. The last thing I'll yeah. mention is I, I, I told Dan guys, I said, you know, when we get our new podcast launched here in the next month, or so, I said the first person that I'm calling is Dan Mason because we're we're going to sit down behind the microphone and, and interview him for a change, ooh, right? And let's see ooh. let's see how he does and talk yeah. about his you know his great management skills and work ethic and just I, I think Dan again you're you know 42 years of, of doing radio it would be a crying shame to society not to get into your brain and find out how you did it and what 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 makes you tick and and so on and so forth. So again, I'm putting you out here on the Right. On the public forum that, that I'm going to come knocking. You can sit in your home and your you know in your sweats and relax, and we'll do we'll do the interview uh, you know over over Zoom or whatever, and then we'll turn it into a beautiful podcast that the world can hear. And uh, I'm I'm in all seriousness, I'm seriously looking forward to that because you, you know how much I love talking to you, and you know how much I love you, and we all, right. all three of us love you. And <laughs> it has been it has been an honor and a pleasure to be with you. And and again, as I said last night, you, you know you were thanking all those people on your show, and again as I did last night and I'll do it one more time. I want to thank you for giving me my start. I mean, I was doing radio in Bakersfield and you know, like I said, I, my daughter and I drove up here and sat down at your conference table and I had to convince you to drop Bob Brinker and put me on on Saturdays. That's how this whole, <laughs> whole crazy thing started. And that was in 2001. That's how fast time has gone. And over that time, you know, I've had the pleasure with this man to, to obviously know him as a friend and, and do remotes with him and fundraisers and all the great things that, that the station does. And it, it just, wouldn't have been the same without you. I, you'll you'll never ever be replaced. Um, again, I love you, man, and and just wish nothing but happiness for you. Stay busy, stay out of your wife's hair, and uh, go enjoy that Alaska cruise that you guys have been talking about. You you well deserve that. So right. thank you, 
thank you, thank you for everything you have done for us and for the, for for this 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 audience in in this town and this community because you have you have been a, a leader for so many years and we all thank you. I know if the audience could could uh, you know uh, talk to you right now, they'd say the same thing. You you are so highly respected and, and loved, and that will continue on forever. So you have a legacy that you have left for all of us, my well, friend. Thank you, guys. Uh, put a couple of cold milks uh, in the cooler for that interview, and I'll be there. Deal. Deal. <laughs> we love it. We All love right. it. All right, Dan Mason. Thank you, sir. Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH with Dwight Millard of Hometown Lenders, Corey Edge of Edge Realty. All right. As I said, it was a great start to, or great finish, I should say, to the month. We finished with a gain of 369 on the Dow, 1.9, 1.09% to 34,086. NASDAQ up 191 points, 1.67% to 11,584 and a gain of 59 points or 1.46% on the S&P 500 to finish the day at 4,076. Now, the, the, uh, the monthly numbers. Hey guys, <laughs> some, some almost records were set. We got to go all the way back to 2001 on the NASDAQ. Now 2001, January started with a gain of 12%. This January, we just finished up with a gain of 11% on the NASDAQ. The S&P rose 6.2% for the month, the Dow 2.8% for the month, and the small cap Russell 2000, a 9.7% increase for the month. So, I, you know, this is one of those scenarios, guys, where I can say, man, I wish we could close the books right now and, and not, not even not even trade, you know, for the next 11 months because, uh, you know, this has been a hell of a start to the year. Uh, and, and I think everybody would be real pleased, but obviously that's not the way things work. So very pleased on the on the start side of things uh, to the year. Now, what was the catalyst today? What changed? Well, once again, this psychotic market that we find ourselves in just hinging on every hint or, you know, discussion about what the Fed is going to do next um, today. We had two things happen. The first one was this morning we received what's called the employment cost index. And I, I usually don't cover this report. It's usually not market moving, but now it is. And, and so what this is, this tells us how wages overall either have gone up, gone down, et cetera. Well, for the, and this is fourth quarter data. So for the fourth quarter, uh, the employment cost index rose one point, or excuse me, 1% right on the nose. The expectation was 1.1%. You're going, wait a minute, one tenth of a percent, you know, better than the market gets excited. Yeah, that's how crazy this market is right now. So the market got very, very excited about that. The second issue that drove uh, the gains today, uh, as Jason and I were discussing on the show last night, there's this dude over at the uh, Wall Street Journal, Nick Tamaroas, uh, that, you know, as, as Jason said, is the kind of the, the little bird in the room with the Fed. Uh, today, he came out and suggested that because of today's employment cost index report, that that would increase the possibility of the Fed uh, agreeing to pause the rate hikes in the very near future. So yesterday, remember, he, he hurt the market. Today, he helped the market. But that's how crazy this market is, guys, is, you know, we hinge upon what a Wall Street Journal, you know, guy says and, and we get excited about a one-tenth of a percent difference and so on and so forth. But, you know, if you couple this with the better than expected, uh, you know, inflationary data we've been receiving, CPI, PPI, all that's coming together for the consensus on the street is, again, quarter percent, quarter percent, and then a pause. So, you know, Dwight, takeaway on the bond market side where, you know, you lost two basis points on the 10-year, finished at 353, but you lost 35 basis points, 35 basis point decline on the 10-year Treasury yield for the month. That was pretty significant, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. And, and to your point, John, there's a trend and you know, right now inflation continues to lower what you're talking about. But we're sitting now right now with four month lows on a mortgage on go. mortgage rates, you know. So they've been steady. Uh, mortgage News Daily has it at six point one seven percent. But John, I've been doing some, you know, some permanent and temporary buy down stuff and you can get in the fives now if you know nice. you get seller concessions what we've talked about. So sure. Sure. It's you know it'll be all eyes on tomorrow, but you yeah. know I still I still would have done the half, but I know I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You're outvoted. <laughs> well, we'll see who's right tomorrow. It's it's a guess by all of us at this point. Corey, wrap us up. Any comments, uh, feelings on uh, on this data in the month? Uh, well, like you said, I think the market's so temperamental. I, I think they're going to do a quarter tomorrow. I think if he did a half, the market would be upset. I think if yeah. he did nothing, the market would be upset. So. He's doing a half, but my personal opinion is he's going to be incredibly hawkish. I just, this whole thing to me, and again, you know much more than Dwight and I do, but I watch what happened today. I watch what happened Friday. I watch what happened. (laughs) To me, it's kind of like the last point of the party when you know your parents are coming back from the long weekend. Like, all right, guys, let's get it all in now. Dad's coming home tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Party's over. Yeah. I just don't see how Jerome Powell's going to. You know, they would they would be undoing everything they've done. And to me, I'm not saying I agree that he needs to keep his foot on the brakes, but mm-hmm. I think they'll keep their foot solidly on the brake tomorrow at the press conference. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think, you know, we can get the quarter percent because the street's pretty accurate on predicting what the Fed's going to do. Pretty, pretty doggone accurate. But what we don't know is exactly to your point, Corey, what the tone of Jerome Powell is going to be. I mean, he he we could get a quarter percent and he could just throw that out the window from his comments and his tone and in the, the market interpretation of what, what we feel he's going to do next based upon what he says at the press conference. So as usual, as I always tell people, that press conference is much more important than what the Fed actually does because Dwight, your, your world of the bond market, those traders could could you know wipe out or increase whatever they want to do. They're the ones that really move the rates. The Fed doesn't, um, but but no one can change what the chairman's tone and comments are going to be at the press conference. So it's going to be very interesting. Once again, folks, if you want to tune in, that'll uh, that press conference starts at eleven thirty our time tomorrow. All right. So what do we do from a real estate perspective in this environment? The boys will have those answers for us. Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH with Corey Edge of Edge Realty, Dwight Millard of Hometown Lenders. Again, a 369 gain on the Dow. The Nasdaq rose 191, the S&P higher by 59. So from a real estate perspective, both lending and, and acquisition, selling, et cetera, what do you do in this environment? But guys, before I, I turn it over to you, I've, I've got to do one more quick thing for Dan Mason. One more quick thing. So I understand my older daughter, Brooke, Dan, uh, phoned you just a few moments ago to yeah. thank you for everything. Um, I want to bring on just real quickly my youngest daughter, who, by the way, is now 25 years old, making me feel old, (laughs) who wants to reflect back on a time period that you may or not remember. Uh, We were calculating about. Oh, she was about four years old when she used to join me on the show. Oh so goodness. let me let me bring Bailey on to to refresh our memory of what she used to do. Thanks to you. <laughs> Welcome back to the John Sanchez show with my daddy, John Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? I do. This, this little squirt oh. used to this little squirt used to sit on my lap when I would do the show that we were doing it on Saturdays then. And yeah, she, this little tiny beautiful thing. And, and Did now you say she's four a, years old. 
Yeah, she was four years old. Oh yeah, my she, God. Was, she was four years old. See, yeah, now I know it. it's time to retire. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, she she sat on my lap, this beautiful little pigtail girl. Yep, and, oh, and as you know, you have a beautiful daughter, and and she she would sit there, and I'd bring her. She would bring me back from commercial breaks, and so she wanted to to wish you well. Wish I'm wishing you well, Dan, and thanks for always letting me be on here and chat a little with my dad. Oh, that's <laughs> the good stuff. Dad. That's yes. the good stuff. <laughs> Happy retirement. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Bailey. <laughs> yeah, I thought, you know, man, there's, it's, it's a family affair tonight. It's a family affair. See, you, you, you touch my kids even. <laughs> and all your w- years of wisdom and things. It shows how far back we go. My goodness. How's that for a reflection, guys? You know, your, your four-year-old daughter who's now 25, you know, she, she's been around this radio gig that long, too. It's like, oh, my gosh. Let's <laughs> say bye-bye. It does fly by. All righty, boys, let's turn it over to, to you on the real estate side. So, Dwight, let, let's start with you because you're going to be the one seeing the immediate reaction tomorrow. As as Jason and I discussed last night, you know, we've got in, – in, uh, chime in on this side of things because I'm, I'm, I'm going off of memory here, which is dangerous. So we've got home equity lines of credit and, um, and, and so on and so forth. The HELOCs are going to be – they get impacted em- relatively immediately when the Fed makes a move. Do they not? Absolutely. Yeah, as okay. soon as the prime moves, they usually are attached to there the prime, go. and they'll, they'll, they'll move as soon as that moves, which is pretty immediately. Okay, so so yeah. what's your what's your advice to people right now that that it, and, and I don't know what our stats are nationwide at this point, um, you know how many how many HELOCs are out there or dollar amount what it is, but what's your advice to those out there with HELOCs that you know I mean guys things are tight right now people are barely making it and then we're going to say hey guess what you know you're going to have a quarter percent increase probably in your HELOC so get ready to start sending your lending institution a little bit more money. Yeah, John, and there's really just no way around it right now. But I think, as you pointed out earlier, you know, I mean, if if we start to see some relief in these interest rates, it may be a good time to consolidate out of that HELOC. But Ah. the good news on most the good news on most HELOCs is they're interest only right now. So you just got to weather the storm till you can get till you get to that point. What I'd like to tell people is be proactive, not reactive. I can't lock or protect a loan I don't have. No lender can. So. If you don't have an application already in for a refinance or if you're, you're, you're thinking about buying a house, you're getting ready to make a, an offer or something, it just be in that. It, it, we know how quick this will move tomorrow, right? It'll move on the 11 o'clock hour based upon what they do, and it'll move on the 1130 hour based upon what they say. So, and, and I think the one thing that I would say, and you've said this all these years, don't over panic here, you know, because yes, what will yes. happen tomorrow that calmer and cooler heads will will prevail eventually but i I, you know i guess this is what everybody's hoping this may be the signal to the end of this you know this freight increase like Corey said you know parents are coming home um analogy but if this is it then 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 we're at a point now where they can start possibly i don't see it this year but start possibly Mm -hmm. looking at doing a little reduction in rates so i mean that would be welcoming news for everybody Okay, I, you know. I love that advice. Look at look at consolidating if possible. If not, basically ride out the storm because I, I I love that last piece of advice you gave Dwight because this is the consensus on the street is you know the worst is behind us as they keep saying the worst is behind us from the Fed being so aggressive of course as they were last year with seven interest rate increases. Let's say we get another couple here, but you know and then maybe a pause and you know we got to be careful. Like Jason reminded us last night, I, I thought was a great point that I failed to bring up and that. 
that is, you know, we don't want a rate cut announced by the Fed, right, Corey? Because what does a rate cut no. signify? There's problems in the economy, right? They they need to step yeah. on the gas pedal and give us a rate yeah. cut. So so I think a pause is our best thing. But Dwight, that is that is great great advice on that side well, of it. Well, and John, there's there's always windows of opportunity, right? We saw sure. it in June. Remember when applications picked up? We yep. saw it in December. Yep. You will, yep. especially if you're in the refinance mode. Just kind of sit back. You, you know, you're not under duress right now to do anything. Let the rates, you know, unless you have to, but mm-hmm. let the rates work their way out. And, you know, if this is the if this is the signal that, uh, you know, brighter days are coming, then, yeah. then just, yeah, yeah. But you will find windows of opportunity. Just make sure you got the right professional that can help you get those windows when they come around. Now, according to my research, some of the HELOCs out there, Dwight, they, they're, they're pegged to different... Um, um, barometers or, 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 or bogeys, right? Some of them are LIBOR, some of them are, you know, a treasury bill, that type of thing. So probably a good time to, to kind of blow the dust off of the, the loan document and see what you're tied to. Would that have much of an impact? Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I mean, cause anything, I mean, I think more recent, the more recent ones were tied to the prime, you know, to prime rate, but mm-hmm. absolutely know what, you, know what you're tied to. I'm not sure right now. You know, here's the problem that people have right now, John, right? They've got this moving up and down HELOC mm-hmm. at more specifically upwards the last, you know, year, but they've right. got a fantastic first mortgage. So what I, you know, it's very, yeah. very tough to trade off a first, you know, mm-hmm. uh, mortgage at, at a great rate to refinance mm-hmm. through, but you know, you can convert the HELOCs into fixed, you know, you just got to talk oh, to the institutions, okay. see, if, see if they're, you know, there are some provisions in a lot of those to go ahead and, and lock them up and, and convert them. I mean, they're, they're going to okay. be paying above average interest rate, but I mean, at least ex- ask the question, right? Because you yeah, don't know. Yeah. They say, hey, you get rid of that. Get rid of that. Three unknown. quarters. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's six right. and three quarters. I mean, you're not a whole lot better on a on a, a first sheet of trust today. Any 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 idea nationwide? Uh, kind of a national rate right now on a on a HELOC. Where, where are we at? What's kind of the neighborhood there? Um, I was, yeah, I, I would say you're probably prime plus a half. So you're, okay. I, I'd say most of them are probably sitting on an interest only feature. They're probably sitting right around seven, seven and a quarter. Okay. It's pretty significant. Pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Compared you, to the, what we had two yeah, exactly. quarters for so many years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Corey, we got one minute till break. Uh, chime in on, on Dwight's advice. See if there's anything you want to add. And then when we come back from break, you'll give us some advice on the real estate sales slash acquisition side of it. I think to that, the only thing I would add is if you're currently in a purchase agreement or you're thinking about refinancing, text your lender tonight. This is just my opinion. Ooh, I do think he's going to be pretty hawkish okay. uh, in the speech tomorrow for the only reason to let the market know that he means business and they're going to yeah, yeah. stick to their plan regardless. Because you got to remember, so far this has affected Wall Street and a few of the consumers, mm-hmm. but everybody's still got a job. So in their opinion, they're still doing a good job and not really hurting anybody with these rates increases so why not keep it going so if it was me and i was in a purchase agreement i'd be texting dwight right now making sure he locks my loan first thing in the morning if not tonight and okay you know if it goes down a little bit great at least you don't have to need to sleep on it that is that is a great point and and dwight has been kind enough uh we were he and i were discussing this before the show uh he's going to be kind enough to uh switch over from giving you his office numbers we always did in the last segment to his cell number so you can reach this man you know (laughs) you you tell the hours you want the phone calls dwight i'm not gonna i'm gonna say 24 7 i can't say that on, on your behalf but uh 
uh, I think that's you know great great time to, to be able to share with the audience what your your cell number is. So again, you've you've got time, right, Dwight? I mean, we don't have the Fed decision until eleven, so someone could reach yeah. out uh, in 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 lock you know in the morning before the Fed decision. Well, and actually, John, you know, a, a, a smart person would keep the market up and watch it, and just be ready to lock it if you start. Uh, start to see deterioration real quick because okay. you know you could go either way but i mean you have time the pricing doesn't change that fast you usually got okay. about five or ten minutes but oh, at 11 okay. o'clock you'll get a movement and 11 30 you'll get a movement so okay. I, I i keep it up on my laptop and desktop uh, you know. you're, you're a nerd. Our, our audience is not so you know True. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we that's why they have you that's why they have you Welcome back to the John Sanchez Show on News Talk 780 KOH. Dwight Millard, can we get that phone number, that new cell number that you want to share with everybody, please? Yeah, text, text or call me anytime, 775-240-2022. Thank you, sir. Mr. Edge? <laughs> you know, Dwight has a problem talking on the phone when he's driving, even with the limited people that call him now. So I can only imagine all the traffic problems you just caused. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Dwight, hands on the wheel, no cheeseburger in the left hand anymore, okay? You got it. You got it. <laughs> all right, Corey. I bring out it. the hands free. Hey, oh, there you go. Yeah. The next thing we know, Corey, he's yeah. going to be you know, buying one of the vehicles that offer yeah, the complete hands-free driving. I can see it now. Yeah. He, God, he'll be so productive. He's going to be one of those guys walking around the grocery store with the earbud, <laughs> talking out loud. <laughs> Going over loan sheets in the <laughs> checkout line. At and they won't even. Yep, they won't see the earbuds sitting in there, and they'll think he's just losing his mind talking, <laughs> just talking to himself. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. All right, Corey, bring us up to uh, up to snuff here with about a minute remaining. What's your advice on what our audience needs to be doing from an acquisition or sales standpoint? You know, and I don't know that whatever happens tomorrow, John's going to have a huge, huge impact on stuff. The market has actually been doing really good. You know, locally here so far. Uh, in January, I think everybody kind of took the holidays off. They're starting to come back. I think it may affect sellers more than than buyers. But, you know, we talked about all last year, the buyers just kind of want to know where we're at. So even if the market, even if Jerome Powell comes out super hawkish, um, but you can tell you're at the end, we're not going through these massive gyrations day after day, then when people can settle in. And remember, they still have jobs. I mean, that's the one thing I know he's trying to eradicate jobs, but... Everybody's unless, still unless you work in tech. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless you're in tech, but you just pay cash if you're working in tech. You don't there you go. Loan, so. There you go. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, I had a nice conversation with a local builder a couple of days ago. A good friend of mine. They do a lot of stuff around here, and he said, if if you want a deal, go get it right now. He said because we can't mm. keep the prices down. Everybody thinks the commodities are down and things are going, but he said it's funny those, you know, like the cement guys must watch CNBC because as soon as some good data comes out, they raise their price. <laughs> are you serious? So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he said uh, get the standing inventory now because the price isn't coming down anymore. Well, you know, it's when you say that I got an email from Ally Financial today, just a, you know, a spam type of email. And uh, they said the same thing. They said, now's the time to, uh, to, to buy. They were pushing more towards new homes because you can get incentives mm-hmm. and things at this point. And, you know, click yeah. here for a prequel oh, type of things. Like, no, I go to Dwight Millar when I want a mortgage, not, not Ally Financial. Thank you. <laughs> Well, Dan Mason, um, 
you know, uh, words again, don't describe our appreciation for you. God bless you, my friend. We, we wish you the very best. And I was thinking during the break, I can't wait, uh, you know, we're going to do the podcast with you, but also we're going to have you on the John Sanchez show at some point. So you can feel what it's like to be a listener calling in. How about that one? That sounds good. You got 10, <laughs> you got 10 seconds. Wrap this up. All right. Thank you, my friend. God bless you and have a great, great retirement. Great job, boys. As always, we'll do it tomorrow night on the John Sanchez show. Have a great night on air, online, on demand. News Talk 780 KOH.